This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leap Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello, you are listening to the Blue Monday Pub Chat. This is a weekly pub-based conversation looking into the fake news of Ipswich Town Football Club. My name is Benjamin Bloom and I'll be in the pub each and every Monday with ITFC aficionado David Diamond for sometimes informative but always irrelevant hour of pub chat. So make your Monday a blue Monday. Um, Dave, it's your, your favourite number is episode 81. Ah, uh, yeah. Can I, is, is that a cue for me to do a long, long-winded ramble about 1981, like I do most weeks? Um, can, you can do. Did we, um, do we play any French teams in 1981? Yeah, I think we played St. Etienne. Have I told you about that one? <laughs> having away. Yeah. Um, speaking... In fact, can I stop, can I just stop you there? Sorry, I'm, I'm butting in already, but just stop you there. I um, Say hello to Ian, always known as ITF Clan, who was there at Fulham. And I think we gave you a collective wave at halftime. He did, and I kid you not, say to me, Dave, I particularly like your 1981 season anecdotes. I've been going since the late 70s, and I like your 81 anecdotes. So, cheers, Ian. Thanks for that, mate. All, all the listeners are like, that That didn't happen. That definitely, <laughs> definitely didn't happen. Certainly, I can assure you it did. You know, it's, it's all right. Um, speaking of early, uh, Sam Clark tweets in. Um, she says, getting in the office at seven means I can listen to the Blue Monday podcast oh. in peace before it gets busy. Please tell me that you're wearing earphones. Dedicated listener, please. Do Don't put it on speaker. Um, right, this is a good tweet. I'll reveal the name at the end. It's not a tweet, Dave. It's a Facebook message. Um, I normally reserve your podcast for my monthly journey between Reading and Essex. But on this occasion, I'm travelling from Plovdiv to Sofia. That's Bulgaria, isn't it? En route to Stansted and home, having spent a few days on holiday... In Bulgaria, I should have just read on, oh. shouldn't I? Um, yeah. Born in Ipswich and season ticket holding until emigrating to SA in 1985. Is that South Africa? Was anyone there. hearing this also at the Shark Shack in Rivania, Santon, <laughs> South Africa, to watch the playoff final? Then season ticket holder for 10 years on my return to Ipswich before moving to Reading with a new job. Can, can I, no, can you can't. Excited? No, no, you oh, can't. Can I stop you there? I've oh. been there. I, I've been there, but wasn't there for the player, but I have been there. Santon Square, she'll know this, near the Nelson Mandela statue. Carry on. Good. And can we get T-shirts made up? Hashtag, can I stop you there? Yeah. <laughs> Still managed to get a mix of home and away games with my daughter, 
who no longer believes things were once so different. Love the pod. Actually now look forward to the M4, M25 and less often A12. Now, the reason, one of the main reasons for reading it out, obviously it's a lovely email and thank you for listening, but that's from a David Johnson, which made me think, do any of our listeners have a more Ipswich town name than David Johnson? I'm thinking like Martin Ipswich or Franz Cobbold. Um, I don't know. Brian Beatty. So tweet in if you have, because with David Johnson, there's, there's two of them as well. Yeah, I see. I see what you mean. It might be like uh, trying to feel a good on Arnold Weimar. That'd be a good name. <laughs> well, on Football Manager, once you got about ten seasons in on the early games, they just they yeah. just used to like recycle names, so you'd get things like I don't know, um, Martin Papavasiliu, or um, you know, just random names. Um, fin- yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean- Smith. Bielkowski. Yes, exactly. Um, but tweet in if you've got a more Ipswich, yeah, Ipswich Townable name, like uh, Alf Cobbold or something um, might win. Um, Dave, take over rumours. Ahoy. Is there is there anything in this at all? Lots of stuff on um, on Tinternet, which we'll, we'll, we'll come on to the merits of talking on the internet later. I've got a special uh, bit for that. Um Ah. Hopeful or just fictitious Dutch consortiums, Dave? Oh, it's been fairly fictitious. Is it not linked in with this manager? I call his first name because Morris is a great name. Morris Seaters or somebody who used to be a footballer called Morris Setters back in the day. But um, Morris Seaters or something like that, who apparently is, not apparently, who is managing, and I don't even know the name of the team, but they're romping away with the equivalent of the Dutch Championship. I think they're winning it by eight points or something. And he's early 40s, 43 or something like that. I did read, sort of that was sort of mentioned as a sort of throwaway thing on one of the forums. I think it could have well have been TWTD, um, whether that's also linked with a Dutch consortium as well. I I really don't know. No but, meat but on it, the bone yet, is there? Uh, you wouldn't think so. You'd love to think so, but I don't think that's anything, really. Okay. No, I haven't heard anything. Um, Ipswich Town linked with 26-goal striker from Doncaster, John... Marquis, Mr. Slowable tweets in, and so it begins, although this could be the Marquis <laughs> signing we've yeah, been craving. Yeah, signing. Ben, Slowable, glad you mentioned it. I meant to mention this for the last two weeks. Slowable, also Ian Davis, who's a long-time listener of ours and also um, tweets every week to the Naked to Graham on the Naked Footy Show. He thinks you, you'll never see you and the Slovak uh, cyclist, Peter Sagan, in the same room. Now, have you seen Peter Sagan? Ben? So, He's the one who's... It's a lazy you know, comparison. No, I, don't, I think it's a very good comparison, Ben. I it's, think it's, it's a very good comparison. Lazy. Apparently, apparently, he plays a really mean keyboard as well. It's lazy, Dave. Oh. It's, um, if you wear your hair long, you get a lot of lazy, lazy no, comparisons. No, his hair long and he's got a little... Has he got a big tiny, nose got, and shit teeth? Little, he's got a little tiny beard. And <laughs> a little tiny dick. Yeah. <laughs> Slower, I think it's a good comparison. Ben, I can tell Ben is just offended by it, but I think it's a good comparison. And he's a fine-looking, although I say it myself, he's a fine-looking man. Yeah. And with nice with nice hair. I bet he's got good thighs as well if he's a cyclist. Thighs like freaking granite, probably. If he's Neil a Thompson. Cyclist. Yeah. <laughs> Did I say you said... No, go on. Whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> where were we going to go? You were going to comment on 26-goal Doncaster striker... 
John Marquis, is it just... Yeah, great. Good stats. Good stat. Marquee, as, as, as Ian said, Slabal said, marquee, potential marquee sign that we're after. 26 goals. Can't argue with that. Good stats. Um, looks like, and I should follow League 2 a bit more closely. Are they, they're pretty much, I assume if he scored 26 goals, they must be fairly near the top, if not top, are they, Donny? I don't know. Sure. Spend all my time on Ipswich. Yes, I don't know why. We're terribly shallow, aren't we? But, no, um, no, we, we're dedicated Meredith, sorry, dedicated, that's right. But no, 26 goals, can't argue with those stats at any level, Ben, can you? Um, so much Scugglers last week, I couldn't possibly <laughs> read out all the tweets. Um, Tom Turnbull says, on VAR technology, imagine what it could have done for Dougie's career if we'd had it in place for the budgies at Portman Road. It all could have been so different. Do you remember that movie where the kid's playing baseball and um, it plays out his life? If he hits the ball... He becomes a baseball star, and if he misses it, he becomes just a, you know, just another I guy. Thought, yeah, I would, but I really would like to see it. What's it called? I don't know. It's like some eighties movie. I'm sure. Sounds quite good. It's a bit like. I'm sure, Eddie Murphy's bit, in it somehow. A little, if it's eighties, it probably is. A yeah. little bit along the lines of Sliding Doors type movie. Yeah, a sporting version of Sliding yeah. Doors. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Stubo says. The best one yet had to stop listening at work in cackling away at the <laughs> offer of some Scugglers. I'm going to offer Dave some Scugglers later. So, um, are you? Yeah, how, everybody. However, are you going to do that? <laughs> it's the only way I know how, my friend. Um, <laughs> Peter B says, best pod ever. Great show this week. You know you want some. Uh, Tim Harvey, great pod as ever. I feel Douglas deserves an entire episode in his honour in a This Is Your Life style Hashtag Scugglers. I had a conversation more than once yesterday in our World Folk Forum, which we'll get on to, um, and talking about Douglas. And as we said, it is Scugglers is the problem. Douglas isn't the problem. It's the duo is the problem. I'm just happy as long as it's being talked about. Um, of course we are. Ian says, still laughing at the great pod, guys. Is that another perfect <clears throat> storm heading to Portman Road Tuesday? <laughs> David says, your inability to read the team out perfectly captured the reaction of all the fans when we saw the team on Saturday. Timmy says, loved the scuggless bit, had to stop my run, was laughing like a massive twat. Timmy Wishbone, I read that. Yeah, well good. done, gents. Uh, Adam says, Great entertainment as ever to the start of the week. Um, takes your mind off the drab on field action. We did ask for um, a Scuggless acronym. We have two. So oh. see if, if anyone thinks they can do better. This is Craig. Senseless kicking upfield ghouls, lackadaisical, apathetic supporters. Yeah? Pretty good. Pretty um, you're having that. Very good. Oliver says, sideways kicking under guileless <laughs> leadership, anger supporters. Oh, <laughs> oh he's aged it. There, they're both it's bloody good, good, aren't they? They're, um, bloke, they're both awesome. I think the second one just edges. So that's at Ollie, Ollie Friston, uh, Friston, sorry, Ollie. Um, on nice one, Ollie. On on the but um, see if you can, yeah, see if you can, see if you can beat that. Obviously, there's if you put swear words in, I'll I'll just enjoy it anymore. Yeah, <laughs> <a little more. laughs> um, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know that I like to ridicule Dave for saying sheer weight of goals. Where we've actually got the got the answer now. Um, Adam Trotter uh, tweets in to say Jackson Irvine is seventy kilograms and has scored <laughs> ten goals this season. Definitive <laughs> proof: goals are worth seven kilograms each. Yeah, oh, fantastic, fantastic. So, if I now need- ask you, Dave. 
how much the goals weigh, which I like to, you're going to say seven kilograms, yeah? I'm always going to say seven kilograms, yeah. But does that make um, John Parkins' goals massive? <laughs> <laughs> Akin Fenwa. <laughs> oh, Akin Fenwa. Fenwa. Um, yeah. We need the definitive, I think we might have said this last week, we need the definitive um, response from our um, our guys, our, our teachers, don't we? Our, um, what were they? Um I can't remember. What were they teaching, Ben? I can't remember. Economics. Now, so, economics, sorry, yeah. So they're not going to know how much goals weigh, are they? No, that's, that's true. No, they're not. No, yeah. They're not. No, okay. On that note, just... should we go to Portman Road and travel back in our time-travelling machine to Tuesday so night? Last, last Tuesday evening. Why not? For the Wigan game. Um, yeah. So it's Ipswich v Wigan on a cold Tuesday night in Suffolk. Here is your team, Dave. Um, do you want some scuggless? Well, I did, but didn't get it. Did you we? ain't getting any, yeah. Um, nah. Barting goal. Um, so mm. the big the big three centre-halves, um, Chambers, Berra, and Taylor coming back. A little bit of a surprise? Mm. I was, yeah. So came in from nowhere, really. Uh, yeah. Came in from the cold, literally, in came Suffolk. Came in from the cold, the drafty um, cold. I'm going to yeah. say one of the full-backs, Dave. You're going to say... Oh, wing-backs, sorry. I'm going to say one of the wing-backs. You're going to say the other. Kenlock yeah. and... Spence. Uh, Knudsen, Knudsen, I'm going to say it properly. Knudsen, no, I'll say it properly. Knudsen, I am saying it properly. Knudsen out for the season, apparently, with a with a shoulder injury, it looks like. We will come on to injuries after the game, OK? Um, I'm sorry. That's all right. Um, <laughs> Diago Raga, Ward and Hughes in midfield. Daryl tweets in to say, Scug less. Oh, oh, oh. Um, but remember that lovely performance away at Aston Villa. It was... They were the- they were the threesome, yeah. They were the, the threesome. Dave, Dave loves the threesome. Um, oh, says... Stop it. <laughs> Why the hell did I say trio? Because Jesus. you're a twat. Ah, <laughs> no, yeah, oh, sorry. Go on. <laughs> oh, who was up hey, front, hey. Dave? Sit, no, no oh, way. No. no way. I won that one, hands down. Sears and McGoldrick. Go on, yeah. See, yeah. <laughs> Sears and McGoldrick up front. Right, are you ready for this, Dave? Um, No, I'm not, because Johnny Williams, I want to mention, was back on the bench. First time since being injured at Wigan, back in December. There you go. (laughs) He's such a pro, beautiful. Um, uh, Jacobs (laughs) wins the free kick, swings it into the back post, nothing doing. Um, Hansen, which makes me just think of Umbop from the 90s a lot. Uh, Makes me think of elegant centre-halves. No, because it's spelt with an O, not an E. He won't help, but Christ could spell. Um, yeah. Hansen takes the corner. A bit of confusion between Bart and Diagaraga on the second phase, but gathered safely. Um, Spence wins it in the right midfield position. Does well to drive forward. Exchanges passes with McGoldrick, and then he gets it like caught between his two feet. Can't quite squeeze yeah, it good move, through that. to Sears. Good yeah. yeah. Um, bit ahead tennis. Diagaraga heads it forward to McGoldrick. He spreads it out to Kenlock on the left. Comes inside, bit of a weak uh, right-footed shot. Um, now, we're going to the first goal, Dave. The ball is cleared by Jilks in the Wigan goal. Berra heads it back from halfway. The ball is heading towards Morgan with Kenlock closing him down. And, Dave, you can take over. Yeah, Morgan takes a, you want to call it a heavy touch. Yeah, ever so slightly heavy touch. Um, good play from Kenlock, quick. Swoops on it, um, all, all over him, knocks it past him. And a very good run, drives into the box and in a very un <laughs> like manner, gets his head up. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And um, yeah, cuts it back to McGoldrick, probably about 10 yards out. Yeah, sweeps it in first time left foot. Good finish. Um, good, you know, you see he was fairly relieved because, again, a bit of a Wigan synergy here. That was his first goal since scoring against Wigan back in December. Um, good finish, left foot, far corner, goalkeeper, no chance. But as, as Hansen, I just mentioned, shocking defending, really. But there you go. Got to take advantage of it. And we did. Good play from him. Um, very good play from Kendall. Can you give Sears from some credit because he's in no, the in well, the focal yeah, no, point position the and he no part of the goal at all. he pulls no. Buxton and Byrne towards the goal so McGoldrick can hold his run and frees him up to put it in with the left. Yeah, hook. right. Yeah, he, he did a bit of that, I suppose. Yeah, but Sears. Yeah. Um, yeah, and yes, you're right. Um, all his three goals since the penalty on the opening day against Barnsley have been against either Wigan or Rotherham, but we're going <laughs> to. We're going to skip on eight minutes, Dave, um, to the second goal. Uh, free kick goes back to Buxton, and you can take over again, well, Dave. Buxton, the other centre-half this time, gets dispossessed. It's a good play from Sears. Again, he's very quickly onto it, and again tries to take a touch. Nicked by Sears, who flicks it onto McGoldrick. Nice touch. Lovely, lovely say, ball through that one. Lovely. Yeah, lovely ball through. And a really well-taken goal for someone who, who let's say, goals have been scarce to say the least this season yeah very good finish takes it up to the keeper and just confidently side foots past him gave him no chance but yeah you've got to feel sorry for Jilks on both those goals really because um, he had little chance He's, he, the defenders there did not cover themselves in, in glory but yeah nice nice bit of interplay between him and McGoldrick and yeah very confident finish yeah very ball, good ball through was perfect wasn't it he's, uh, he's, he's, he's got it mate it's, it, it, we'll get on to him yesterday it's, it's, player in um, a yeah. couple of corners for town nothing doing uh, power has a shot from miles out the bot saves power Spence um, bad offside call here Dave I'll get your input because you you sit, <laughs> you sit down here go go power <laughs> rangers um, I thought this was a bad offside call so Taylor heads it forward McGoldrick flicks it on now Ward comes together with Byrne but neither of them touch it and it goes through to Sears and I think the linesman thinks that Ward yeah. Ward yeah, played him so. in but he, yeah. he didn't touch it and Sears w- you know would have been onside and yeah as you can imagine from where we sit the linesman got a torrent of abuse for that one but I think it was a close one I, yeah I think he naturally assumed that it had got a touch through but I don't think it did torrent isn't that what you torrent. use to, to download porn Dave I've no idea, Ben. I wouldn't no, know. No, me neither. I've been told. Well, yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Em- okay. Been informed. Bit of Wigan pressure starting um, <laughs> from a poor Kenlock clearance here. Um, pretty well defended. Um, after that, only leaving a long ranger from Hansen of Umbop fame. Um, hits it straight. But we're gonna Good go hit. To- great, great hit there. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, and moved, that moved the bit as well. Good save, actually. We're going to go to the second half, but Stephen Taylor is going to be substituted. Um, Tim tweets in to say, Taylor, not value for money. Hope he is on a pay-as-you-play deal. Um, What's your view, Dave? Yeah, I'm lucky I thought he did really well. He's obviously a really good organiser, I think. I don't think we've been behind whenever he's been on the pitch. He said said that. Am I right? Because there's been... You probably are. Was it? Who did he? So Villa, uh, he went off at nil-nil, didn't he? Uh, Reading, we he played the whole game and we drew two-two, two, two, but yeah, we weren't right. behind. And yeah. this game, he must have gone this off at game. two-nil. Yeah, I think he, he looked really good considering he just going straight back into the team. I think he's an organizer and he just looks good at. He looks, you know, quite comfortable at the back. But he went off. You know, whether it's a bad one, he went off sort of quite past me. Quite, 
which makes me think maybe he's not on a paper game <laughs> ratio, actually, because he went off smiling, quite happy, chatting to the fitness coach or whatever, past me. Um, and whether it's a bad, whether he's pulled it, or it might have just been a, a twinge or something, I don't know, but obviously, subsequently, he wasn't in the squad, and he'd nowhere to be seen yesterday. So, yeah, if, if he's done it again, then we doubtful whether we'll see him again this season. Again, probably. Um, but, yeah, you're right, replaced by Smith in the back. Three. And Smith went right into the middle slot and Berra played to his left, Dave, yeah? Yeah, more of that. More of that on Saturday, it. yes. Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, uh, McGoldrick feeds Kenlock. Excellent attacking great, run by great Kenlock. Run. Yeah, yeah. Um, into the box, oh. drills it, side netting, but little so. hand from um, Jilks. Yeah, good save, actually, yeah, because he hit it well. Yeah, good save. Um, headed on by Diagaraga, off goes Hughes down the left. He cuts inside McDonald. Good right footer, well saved great by save. Jilks. Yeah. Yeah, so awesome with the so. with the left hand. Um rebound yeah. goes out to Sears and he's the composer's not there. No, McGoldrick's not really. on his own in the middle, little dink over yeah. and it's a it's hit you on the head and into the goal, yeah. isn't it? Um Yeah. Uh Wigan knocked the free kick, go long this time into the box. Burn he doesn't so much win because he just stands his ground and flicks it on. Um Colt Clough is, is with Smith. Smith's too tight, isn't he? And you, it's you a know, great turn and hit though, Ben. But what Dave, you know, you're right. I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, if, yeah. when you're too tight, you use your body and the guy's gone, isn't he? Um, yeah. Smashes the left footer at goal. That's a good a save. good save what's that one, save? Dave. Oh bloody hell, mate! Yeah, reaction save, just brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Kenlock yeah. bangs it down the line. McGoldrick gives chase. He puts the low ball across the box. Sears and Jilts kind of arrive on the ball at the yeah. same time, um, so Sears not really culpable for that one. Uh, comes out to Ward, there's too many back in his um, yeah, good block. Yeah, shot block gets on. blocked. Yeah. Um, Sears nicks one off, Burn ends up at McGoldrick, not enough power on the shot to trouble Jilks. Um, Ward with a nice free kick, I'll put in brackets here, if Lawrence did this I'd be drooling all over it, so props to Ward for the free kick. Smith, great header and decent save by Jilks here, kind of Scooping yeah, it out with his really good save. right hand. Um, short corner, Hansen to Oberturn, crosses it in. Don't know what Chambers was doing. Loses Connolly completely. Uh, free header, six yards out. Good save by Bart. He jumps up to hook it away. It'd be interesting if he hadn't, because Morgan was clearly offside. Um, so I, I would hope that if Morgan had a pop that in, um, yeah, wouldn't have counted. Linesman would have flagged him. But still, nice. Uh, you know, Bart playing mm-hmm. to the whistle, and you know doing yeah. as he was told. Um, 85th minute, Dave, we're going to go to a another goal. The ball's rolling back to Gilby and you can take over. Yeah, Gilby. And again, this is sort of theme running through this match. Um, shock, he gets caught in possession by um, by, by McGoldrick, who's sharp. I mean, 87th, 86th, 87th minute by McGoldrick, who's quite sharp. Um, feeds in, unselfishly, I thought, fed, fed in Sears on the right-hand side of the penalty area. Um, yeah, had a bit of love. His first shot was quite well blocked by Jilks, but to say he was a bit exposed, Jilks um, sort of spun around him, really. And, and um, yeah, Sears was on it and walked it in for his second, second of the game. So good for him, fifth of the season. He needed that. A, a rare double for, or rare goals for Sears, but certainly his first double. And it did it not um, prompt a tweet from you on, what did you say? How do you like your goals, sir? Go on. Seared. Seared. Yeah, so that was um, an excellent yeah, tweet. Game I thought. Over, but um, can I just do a bit on that goal quickly, Dave? Um, yeah, it was yeah. a bit of a shitstorm because um, if you notice, as McGoldrick wins the ball, Hansen pulls out of the tackle because he's he's in obvious goal scoring opportunity land and lets McGoldrick 
go. I didn't, I didn't notice he pulled out. Okay. He kind yeah. of, yeah, half pulls out. And then at the yeah. end, uh, when Sears gets the ball, Gilby's so over eager to run back. He just goes to the ground and Sears just sidesteps around him. So they, yeah, they completely lost it for that one. And you're right. All three goals from um, kind of unforced errors, weren't they? Yeah, really. Yeah. And I've got to say, you, he missed a couple of Bart saves. That one really good run from Gilby, a right uh, foot. Yeah, I'm coming to that one. That's, oh, is that after that? That's it? after, yeah. So, nice counter-attack. Um, Gilby, good strike. That's going in the corner, that one, isn't it? Yeah, he, I thought he, he caught the eye. I know he got caught for the goal, but yeah, he, he's, he, he was, well, we were linked with him at the start of the season. He went from Colchester, didn't he? He caught the eye a bit. Not afraid of a shot. He had a couple of shots, but this one was, I thought it was a great save because it was really low. It was like spearing into the corner. He just... Got all got just somehow got down one ended and just made it look easy really, just pumped it wide. And one more Wigan chance, Dave. Um, Jacobs kind of strolling past Chambers in in the box. I think he was out on his feet then. Um, puts it near post and Berra's nice and tight on Cole Clough and um, he, snuffs him out. I thought he looked a good player too. Jacobs quick, yeah, quite quick, quite direct, good delivery. Yeah, he, he looked useful. Yeah. Um, right, we yeah. did do, do the tweets, Dave, and then you can come in. Um, Anders says, surely safe now. McCarthy's loyalty to average players like Skew's commendable. However, it's also his Achilles heel. Uh, Leeksy says, my car scugglist on the way to the shops. Read into that what you will. Uh, James, attacking players in their best positions and no Skew's. I'm always confident. Uh, MJG, thank goodness for that. Did you want some points? So... Dave, a few things to come in on. Uh, first win in eight, two goals for Sears, a goal and an assist for McGoldrick, and only the second clean sheet in nine. Um, your thoughts, and then we'll go on to the injuries, yeah? Yeah, I mean, needed, you know, sort of professional job, really. Needed the three points and three goals were, were, very, were very welcome because you haven't seen that. Have we won by I three think. all season, Dave? Q- QPR, QPR at home, yes. didn't we? No, right. November or whenever it was. Um, so very welcome. And great, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, smooth cock, And great to see the goal shared amongst the two strikers. Excellent. Yeah, can't ask for much more than that. It's a game. It was a must-win game, but in the overall scheme of things, you know, I know we've said that we would pick the points up, but yeah, in the overall scheme of things, it was a very important win. Put us nine points above what turned out to be third bottom Blackburn. So um, yeah, I mean, the one thing about it, for once, they announced the crowd was under. 15,000, it was 14,661, which was the lowest since 14,515. You were probably at this game. I was. I remember being very frustrated. A nil-nil draw with Tranmere on the 12th of November. On Friday uh, 19, night. 90 exactly was, 1999. And I've never been so frustrated at a football match in all my life. I remember it. I so remember it. It was like a nil-nil. With 50 shots, yeah. Yeah, honestly, well, you know what it's like with Burley's here. Just could not score. And it wasn't like a crew where, you know, it was that one side where you just, there's no way they, they barely got out of their half, I remember. There's no way they were going to nick a goal like a, a Rivers or someone like Crew used to. But, um, oh, yeah, it was, um, so, yeah, that was interesting. And, well, obviously, for the remaining games, just thinking about attendance, obviously, we're going to get more than that Easter Monday because, I mean, Newcastle will bring, or about thick end of 3,000 or whatever they're going to bring. Um, so, yeah, that was fairly disappointing. But, I mean, current manager said, Mick said, please, with result and the performance. Although, what do you make of this? He really dug out Kenlock, and I could hear him, even from where we sit, I could hear him digging it out just after half-time. He, he's got, got hold of the ball uh, in the left-back, in the, yeah, in the left-back position. 
Mark Adams would have been in the right back position, actually, just thinking about it. Yeah, he must have been dragged across. Um, and he tried to come inside him. He had an easy ball up the line, chasing the ball to the sort of like the touch line with the with the uh, with a with a winger, I think. Had an easy ball up the line, stopped it, and tried to play inside. Um, did a little Cruyff inside, winger nipped in. Might have been Jacobs who was pacey all night, and he tripped him. And McCarthy went absolutely ballistic. And that was a free kick. I think they floated across the box, and any touch would have gone in. It just went wide. But he made a point of sort of digging him out, and he's. Um, in his sort of interview after the game, which I thought was fairly significant. But it wasn't just him. I think he dug out Spence for giving away a silly free kick as well. But on the night, I thought uh, Kenlock going forward was, was pretty good. Yeah, it's, um, what you'll probably find, and uh, the only only way I can compare it to is, is doing gigs, is that you do your first load of gigs when you're playing and you get you get through on adrenaline and fear and stuff. And then you start to relax a bit and make <clears throat> yeah. a few mistakes and maybe... Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a little bit worse. I, I don't want to have Popper Kenner. We'll talk a bit more about him because he had a bit of a rough, um, a rough certain first yeah, I've got, half. I've got, a th- I've got a theory on that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you give me that theory after we do the full and thing. So, and yeah. Dave, you already alluded to. Um, so Taylor and Nudson apparently. Uh, so Taylor hamstring, Nudson shoulder, both out for the season. Well, I don't know about. Uh, no one's really said anything about Taylor, but if it is a recurrence of a hamstring, I mean, he's, he's not going to. Yeah, there's a quote. Really there's a quote from. Mick, Dave, saying that um, if he wants to come during uh, close season and train again, it'd oh. be nice to have him around, but he doesn't expect oh, he's, him. Oh, he's gone. Oh, he's out. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah. And, um, I think Knudsen as well. I mean, if, if you know, you think if he's going to miss the Easter games and he's not going to be back maybe for the game after, he ain't going to bring him back surely for just a couple of games. So looks like he's uh, looks like he's out as well, which is good good for Kenlock. Yeah, like don't, don't mind that, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll come on to that because I think that's got a little bit more significance as far as Ken Lott's concerned. Okay. And playing, and, um, playing the fo- and playing three at the back. Uh, Mick was questioned about Adam Webster saying he expected to be back for the final game of the season, but Mick said, I don't think so. He's going to be training back point? on the training ground after the Newcastle game. So but we don't, don't expect to play. Right, Dave, can I have the floor for a minute and a half? You can have the floor for as long as you want. Um, right. So Mick does this press conference on, um, I guess, would it have been Wednesday or when did you do it on Thursday? Or was it, or was Thursday, day usually, generally Thursday, isn't it? Okay, so I know we've had this a couple of times this season, but this one just really got up my nose and I, I tweeted out about it. And well, to be honest, uh, uh, quite a few people disagreed with me and quite a few people agreed with me. So um, Stuart Watson... Um, from the East Anglian, questioned him about the midfield balance and about skews, um, <clears throat> which we've talked about a lot. And Mick's response was, and I quote, I'll pop into the pub and discuss plastering and electronics and roadworks because I tell you there are a lot of potholes around. If I find some of them chaps around, I'll ask them how they're fixing them. I know nobody discusses that, but I'm not having pub discussions in here. That's why I don't go to the pub either and listen to all that nonsense. And having said that he's not going to be drawn into pub discussions, he then adds, but by the way, Cole Skews has been brilliant since he walked through the door four years ago. He's just been outstanding. I remember him getting a bit of booing as well. He got a bit of a digging out. Maybe they're getting bored of him and maybe they're getting bored of Berra. Maybe they're getting bored of the ones who are around a long time. Um, so, look, this is about the fourth or fifth time where he's kind of directly attacked the supporters in a way that I guess 
if you were starting out as a manager, you'd say, well, I'm never going to never going to do that. Now, look, if you think it's OK to have someone in a senior management position at a historical institution publicly attacking the customer base when every metric you can find attendance points league position says that you're in decline um then fine if you think that's an okay way way to act if this is not okay i I don't really think it's necessary i don't think it's okay first of all um why is everyone so scared of him why don't the journalists come back and question his tone why doesn't the press officer um say you know can you not do that heaven forbid why doesn't his boss say you know can you stop doing that and Fair enough, if he disagrees with the fans, give a sensible rebuttal. And if the question is frivolous and stupid, then surely a guy who's worked in the industry for 40 years would be able to, you know, knock it knock it out really, really easy. Uh, am I right to be a little bit narked by, by his... It's not even passive-aggressive, it's just outright aggressive. Um, what do you think, Dave? I don't know, I don't... Ben, he's, he's a thick-skinned. He's a thick-skinned Yorkshireman, isn't he? And, and but you just, can't be thick-skinned and, and so sensitive to criticism. Well, I disagree. I think, and, and criticism is he crazy? I think it's a water off a duck's back, and he just likes to give it back. And I think, as we said before, he likes to kick against adversity, doesn't he? We, we said we said this before, and I just think that's his that's his style. A bit like. Which is it's, it's an odd one, really, because you know you'd think you remember the press conferences with Keane, or you remember the famous one where they, whether that was a guy from the ADT when his phone when his phone goes off in the press in the press conference. It's brilliant. So you know, different managers have different ways of of of, of, of handling stuff. I just think McCarthy's just frustrated with it all, and that's his way of dealing with it. Then, to be perfect. But he's frank. basically saying that, and I'm not even sure have they got a press officer down there now. I'm, I'm never. Never sure whether they got a press officer up there, don't I? I don't know. I mean, back, um, back in the day, it used to be, back in the early days, of course, it was Terry Baxter, wasn't it? I think he was press officer for a time. But I, I, Ben, I don't know. I don't know who advises him, but that's just his way, and that's that's how he is. You're not going to change him. I don't, I don't, I don't think He's it's... spiky, isn't he? I don't think it's right to, you know... But even, that's him. Le- Look, ben, that, that's him. No, no, no. That's, that's, no, there's different, there's different ways of answering that question. You're basically saying that fans saying that the midfield balance isn't right with that excuse, that they're all thick and, you know, and oh, no, I totally, that yeah, it's pub I chat. So, totally agree with you there. You know, and then you're asking the, asking us to buy that, a season ticket. That's football. Fans, you know, fans, that's, that's what football's all about, opinions, you know. And fans, you know, price the data fan doesn't voice his opinion. Well, there won't be any well, podcast or anything, will it? That's, well, exactly. Yeah. It's just, he gets very aggy, doesn't he? I... Yeah, paying attention to it. But you're right. I, I mean, I think the, certainly the, the press could could come back. I mean, Stuart, to be fair, when I've seen um, some read some of Stuart Watson's... Yeah, he's on pretty, internet, pretty on it, he's isn't he? He's pretty good, yeah. and he'll get to it, and he'll ask the questions. Um, then, you know, I don't know. I just he, can't he, imagine many other managers he, acting he, he like that. He isn't going to mellow now. But if you talk to... If you talk to... Um, which is easy for them to say... Fans of other clubs, maybe in the championship, stuff like that. They love him, and they love him. But then they say, oh, "I wish our manager would come out with stuff like." All right, maybe not take the fan, but wish our manager would come out with stuff like that instead of sort of sitting on the fence. And just oh, you'd certainly prefer it than Rob manager, yeah. Exactly. So it's it's good. You know, we're talking about it. People are talking about it. Ben, that's just his way. You know, he's fifty. Was he fifty-eight, fifty-nine? You ain't going to change him now. Um, but I do agree with you that yes, there are ways of 
there are ways of dealing with the press. And there's been, you know, several tweets, and I've read several you know, emails, stuff like that, about, you know, he's swearing in press conference where the people say, well, that's not the Ipswich way, you know, what are we coming to? But that's very much his way, isn't it? And don't you think it's a little bit pussy? He only does it after he's won as well. And you, it's like you don't win for 10 games or whatever. Oh, so and, and, so and then he it gives it. it. Yeah. yeah, do you know what I mean? It's yeah. yeah, yeah. I so I don't know. I I okay. I and like I say on Twitter, we had a lot of people disagreed with me. They were like, "No, it's it's fair enough." But I just think it could be reined in a little bit. And there's ways to. There was a million ways to deal with that question that would have been I know, it, it, less it provocative and annoying is, than I, that. But perhaps you know he's coming from a point of you know, they've had a they've had a good win and he's just I, I don't think there's too much wrong with it. He's just giving some back, you know. Okay. Had a good win and he's taken. Let's face it, he has. I'm not defending him as such, but he's taken so much stick over the weeks for negative football, one thing and another, team selection, obviously. But he's, um, ten, he's ten places down on last season. He's not coming from a point, a position of power. Yeah, he's exactly. statistically worse than he was last season. And he starts a lot of, you know, the season ticket thing comes out and his quote is, I know things haven't gone as well as they should have this season or something. So you can't then turn around and say it's pub chat to, to then no, criticise, you know. But, it's, I don't you know. know. In some way, he's sitting rid of a degree of power because he's got another year on his contract. And also, I don't think he gives a shit if he gets sacked or not. Or he's, he's not in any way scared of being sacked. So and he's, 50, he's 58, 59, he's done it. He'll, if he gets sacked, he walks to the middle. Well, do, do, you know, do you know what I mean? There's, there's, no, yeah, there's, no incentive. there's no one more fearless than somebody who feels they don't have anything to lose. Yeah, of course. And there's a bit yeah. of a sense of that. And, and 58, 59, would he walk into another job somewhere, another sort of like, so I don't know, troubleshooting job as yeah, when he probably. joined here four years ago? Probably would because, you know, he, um, well, just look at the job. You can't argue with that. We were gone four years ago, five points adrift. All right, only November, early November, but we were gone, you know. So, yeah, I don't think um, with another year's left on his contract, I don't think he fears, I don't think he fears giving, being given the sack at all. Okay, you've calmed me down a bit, Dave. There you go. Should we go to sunny West London? <laughs> oh, oh, well, I'll tell you what, do, we, do you want to do? I did a little bit of a, only a tiny... Um, Little skim through the other results because there was we've got to get to the Newcastle Burton game. I mean the penalty, or has that been done to death? Oh, go for it! Yeah, you've got you've got ninety seconds, Dave. Go. I mean this. I mean you saw it. So Newcastle won ultimately Burton nil, and it was scored by Richie. There was a penalty in this game. I saw. I'm sure everybody's read about it. Um, and you've been a stickler for the rules as well. So Richie goes up, slots away the penalty, and apparently, so we understand. Uh, the penalty is disallowed <clears throat> for a Newcastle player encroaching. Um, and so, obviously, everyone was waiting for the penalty to be retaken, as is the We've, rule, we've seen it get retaken three, four times before, haven't we? <laughs> and no, he gives an indirect free kick to Burton. <laughs> no. Poor guy. God. Oh, jeez. But, but what, how, what the assistant, the assistants are in his ear. The assistants are saying... But Keith Strauss, oh, mate, Keith, I think you've got that wrong, mate. Um, look, you know, surely it's retaken. What's going on? So, um, so that was uh, that was an odd one. Needless to say, Mr. Stroud and his assistants weren't in any, weren't appearing on any football ground yesterday. At least it didn't affect the no, result. It didn't. The result no, and, so. no, and people were saying, well, what if Newcastle miss out on goal difference? Well, unlikely. Um, 
Newcastle, um, Huddersfield 3, Norwich Norwich nil, uh, three goals in seven minutes down to sort of any other results. Um, yeah, Fulham lost five, <laughs> a thumping, Preston 5, Bristol City uh, Bristol City uh, nil. And um, first goal from that Barkhausen, who was um, Championship Player of the Month. No, well, well deserved as well. Yeah, player. Um, and a good win, 3-1 at 3-1 Brighton. Um, Murray scored his 20th among the other scorers. Two for Kermigan in a 3-1. Three-man uh, Reading, um, Reading win, fortunately, over Blackburn, which was there, well, at the time, their fourth defeat on the trot. <clears throat> That's about it, really. Nothing more to say about that. Cool. You ready for West Can London? We... Yeah, I went. So did you, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I, um... yeah. I didn't think I'd be able to go, and then I realised that my sound check-in, I had to go to Watford, was actually at six o'clock, and then you start did... thinking... Did you make it back? How was the logistic? Did you make it? Do you back know what? Okay? I made it on time, but the uh-huh. place um, was no turn right. So then I went up to the traffic lights, no U-turn. Uh-huh. So I turned right at those traffic lights, no U-turn. Carried on, turned around in the um, in there was like a retail park. Then came all the way back round, and I was like four minutes late, only because of the no turn right. So, so you got all the way across London. <laughs> To be well, by a... Fulham to you know just up a up a bit, isn't it? Uh, oh, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did you go over like Hugh Bridge or somewhere? I don't. I just press go on the sat nav and just uh... follow it. Uh, it took me to Hanger Lane and then round from. Oh yeah, Hanger Lane gyratory. Yeah, you like a good gyratory, Dave. Here's... <laughs> I see, like the Hanger Lane gyratory system. It's very complicated. Here's your team news, Dave. Barting yeah, goal. Sorry, yeah. Um. So <clears> the <throat> back. Um. Are you okay? Yeah, I've got a bit of a problem with throat. You sound like you're dying, you poor thing. No, 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 I'm not dying, Ben. I'm I'm with you. Go on. Are you still smoking those cigars? Those big old Cubans. (laughs) Rolled on the thighs of a virgin. (laughs) Rolled on the thighs of a virgin. Um, got a very nice line in rough shag. Go on. (laughs) So the back three that... The back... (laughs) The centre-halves that finished the Wigan (laughs) game. Chambers to the right. Smith in the middle. Bearer to the left. Uh, Kenlock... Left wing back Spence. Spence was a right back, wasn't he? Right Spence. wing back. Uh, yeah. Diagaraga, Ward, Hughes, um, all yeah. really unchanged from the end. Uh, Sears, McGoldrick, up front. Lovely sunny day by the by the river. Um, bloody, right. bloody was mate. Lawrence on the bench. Don't forget, worth a mention. Williams on the bench. Pittman. And Williams. Pittman. Yeah. Brett the Pittman. Brew. Yeah. Uh, Fulham, bright start. Johansson cutting in off the right, Robin style. Uh, one two with Aite shoots low to Bart's left. Easy save. Uh, McGoldrick wins the corner. Hughes swings it over. Headed clear back in by Dierag. Sears keeps it alive. Feeds McGoldrick. Cuts in. Bit of a weak effort, better nearly. Yeah, bit of a sort of well. little floaty one, wouldn't it? Yeah. Floating like a butterfly. Um, yeah. Aluko to Kenny. Um, now, ball inside the fullback here for Fredericks. Great, um, Great play. crosses low for Martin, but Smith puts him off with a good challenge. At this point, Berra has a word with Kenlock. Kenlock runs up to halfway line. Mick has a word with Kenlock. And I decide to tweet these words. Kenlock in trouble with Mick. Needs to follow Fredericks more closely. <laughs> Let's go to the 17th minute, Dave. And the most yeah. blindingly obvious goal that you've ever seen, ever. Away you go, Dave. 
Yeah, I mean, Lugo wins it wide against Berra, and this is my problem when Berra plays on that left side. He's he's not comfortable. He's not comfortable being isolated, isolated out wide, and probably not for the first time in the first 15 minutes, a good overlap by the right-back Fredericks, very speedy right-back Fredericks. Um, good ball in, good strong ball across the box, good strike by Martin. I thought it was a very good save from Bard. I think he'd do a lot. Got a really strong hand to it to keep it out. But how many times have seen this? We've seen this a few times this season. I, he's the first to react. So it runs off Smith's shoulder. It's Smith, really. isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, he runs off his shoulder, really. And, um, yeah, he sort of slams it in, really. Appeal for offside. But I thought that looked quite good to me. I was in line. You probably had a better view, but it looked okay to me. Uh, there's, there's never offside, yeah. Um, a few, yeah. Of the, few of the players go. Can I disagree with you, Dave? I. Oh. I mm. So. Ooh. It comes out to Aluko, and Berra goes out with him, right? Now, what Kenlock does is inexplicable because there's two centre-halves behind him. Kenlock goes into the gap that Berra's left Uh, and completely leaves Fredericks to go outside. Kenlock needs to come into a position where if Aluko comes in, he can stop him. But if Fredericks goes on the outside, he runs back. If I'm Berra... I think we're counter-attacking. I've got Aluka. I've not left. I've not let him pass me. I've got no support from my wing back. I don't really know what else he's supposed to do there. He's not gonna. He's not gonna show. He did. He didn't show Aluka outside. He didn't show him inside. It was. It was fine. It was just then Fredericks comes bounding down the line. And if you're gonna have a go at Mick, Mick warned Kenlock. And I know we're both big on. You know, we're both high on Kenlock, and you know we want him there for years to come. But. That was an individual, you know, mistake. There were two centre halves behind him to cover the position that he went into, and I, I would just contend that um, I don't really know what else Barry was supposed to do there. No, I, I guess not. I just prefer when he gets isolated like that. I just don't like him, and I do prefer I prefer the back um, that back three with, and this is what we'll get on the two afterwards with when Knudsen is fit and plays. I prefer him playing in that left side of the back three. Maybe with um, obviously Berra in the middle, perhaps as with of the squad we've got now, because I think that he's more of a well, obviously he's a left sided player, quite strong in the air, but he's obviously been playing left back most of this season, or certainly all his time with Ipswich, and I just think that does give better protection on that left side because perhaps a bit more athletic as well. But I agree in this case, yeah, it's a very good point that um, perhaps. Um, However you look at it, it's a, Kenlock, it's a crappy Kenlock goal, leaves, you know. Kenlock I know, leaves his post. <laughs> I know you love Bart as well. Could he not have had softer hands no. and put that round the post? No, come on. No, and I then Smith's agree. asleep on Aite and yeah, Chambers no, is waving his arm for offside and it's a bad goal. Cluster. Yeah, F, bad yeah. goal. Um, and, I think it's a good save, though. Okay. Um, you were way closer, so I'll, I'll, bow to your, I'll bow to your knowledge on that one. Mm. Um, Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with McDelivery. You win. 
Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Mm, I don't know when it happens, but Smith and Berra, I, if you check our Twitter timeline, I saw them get swapped. Smith and Berra do get yeah, swapped yeah. on the basis that... Uh, he's uncomfortable. He's more there. mobile, which would Agreed. chime into the point that you made. Um, right, nice combination by McGoldrick and Sears. Lovely through ball. Um, and Sears seems to have the legs on Callas, but puts the shot into the side netting. Yeah, um, disappointing, really. But uh, yeah, and we're going we're going to uh, throw in in the defensive uh, right back position for for Fulham here, uh, taken by Scott Malone, Dave. Would you like to take over 30 minutes? Well, it's not in the defensive. Well, you know, no, yeah, our, no, our defensive right back position. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's all crossed. I mean, it's a lovely work goal, I suppose, but my God, it's all too easy. So <laughs> Malone takes a throw wide left of Johansson, who's just a very good footballer, isn't he? They're very easy on the eye. He ain't care. They're just easy on the eye, aren't they? Technically very good left-footed players. So throws it to Johansson, gets it back, passes it back to Johansson. Gets it back, <laughs> plays it inside to a Luca, and it's also easy. Yeah, that's Aite the back. Here. Sorry, I meant I meant Aite, who's who's sort of marked again. His shape is a bit tight there. I don't know. Lovely little touch to Malone, who's then continued his run, who's not tracked by Spence, and then um, that was a great finish, and it's just a calm side for finish. <laughs> no chance, finish. but just, just absolutely passes it in off the post, does it off the far post, and again, no real no real chance for Bart there. I think it's I. Uh, you probably think I'm just being annoying now. Um, I don't really have too much of a problem with it. I thought it was a brilliant goal. Um, it was literally from from the second it leaves Johansson's foot, it was bang bang back heel in one touch. Um, I've got here fullbacks joining in, fast football, creativity with the back heel, skill, first time finish. It's just a brilliant goal. Yeah, it's a great goal. Absolutely great. I thought it's a good goal. It's really they're nice footballers. They. Um... You know, very. You know, Malone's a very what well, he's I think got the team of the team of the year. Then he all, all that very strong left side, and they combine really well. Yeah, nice goal, but it was a bit easy, wasn't it? Um, it's Malone and McDonald combining this time. McDonald cuts inside, right foot curler. Bart seems to kind of dive past it and then go with his with his uh, right hand above his body. So probably yeah, quite an easy easy mm-hmm. save. Um, on half time, here's the big. Big chance. Sure. So Sears holds it up nicely. Uh, McGoldrick, good dribble, engages the defenders. Out to Kenlock, he lifts it up to the back good post. Uh, yeah, yeah, and Spence is up um, on the other side. Um, McGoldrick and Ward kind of get in each other way, but that confuses the 
Fulham defenders. Then McGoldrick gets the lucky bounce. He's right on the penalty spot. It's landing, goes with the outside of a right foot. He doesn't scuff it. He doesn't skew it. He gets a good contact, but... It's just unlucky, yeah. He just, goes he's wide. Just, he's on... He's on the stretch a bit, is he? Does that not sort of hit the outside of the post? I don't know, but he's on the stretch a bit, isn't he? Yeah, that's a that's a chance, isn't it? And then uh, you know what a great time because pretty much we've been pretty much dominated. I thought first half, perhaps two nil, and you could go in, one. you know, yeah, need one really, exactly. yeah, with the last nil, bit of action, would, yeah, and two nil at half time didn't flatter Fulham, but certainly two one would have been. Hang on, we're, we're in. We really are back in with a shout, but yeah, and yeah, they're thinking, yes. "Oh, we thought we put these guys away," yeah. and they're, you know, they're on the back foot. Yeah, <laughs> he does really well. To you know, he get you get he sort of bursts through the challenges, does it? And he sort well, of he gets, gets he gets very lucky. He gets a, yeah. no, he does get the run of the ball, but yeah, he's just on the stretch, and he uh, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. Into the second half, so Lawrence yeah. comes on for Smith. Um, four, 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 two. 4 4 2. Lawrence goes to the left wing, so he perseveres with um, Sears and McGoldrick up front. Raw, blah, blah, blah. Ward goes to the right wing, and the wing backs just become full backs. So your centre midfield is Hughes mm. and Diago Raga. Um, really early in the second half, cross from oh. Kenlock. Really difficult chance for Sears, and he nearly steers it. I've written. I've written. Think Mariner, you wait for. I'm going to get the. This is for Ian. I'm going to get the 81 plug in. Think Mariner, you wait for cup final first leg goal versus AZ Alkmaar. Is that the same, wasn't it? I know he's obviously went in. Um, <laughs> great touch, great touch from Sears. Bit, bit unlucky. Very close that was. I was right in line with that. Really close. Having a great goal. Good, good, good bit. Good technical. Good bit of technique from Sears there. But I'm a bit unlucky. Um, Aite uh, with the free kick wide um, on the Fulham left. Um, it's definitely a shot um, looking at his run-up. He's trying to do Bart. Yeah. Um, I think and Bart yeah, gets a touch, it. does he? Oh, yeah, he touches that on the angle. Yeah, could, you know, got to say, could say, but yeah, great bit of skill for him. Oh, yeah, he's very good, isn't he? <laughs> yes. Uh, Chambers wins it at the back, hoiks it forward. Uh, McGoldrick goes into full-on beast mode here. It was beautiful. He outpaces uh, Maddle, uh, shoves him out of the way beautifully. Um, he wasn't... He- Maddle wasn't very good, was it? We got subs, he wasn't very good. Um, squares it. I would say the perfect ball for Sears. Could have just had a bit more pace on it and that would have given him a bit more... Come on, he should score there. Oh, hey, hey, let me finish my comment. Um, okay. uh, so Sears is running in on the left foot. <laughs> Bettinelli saved, but really should have been a goal. The point I was making is that um, it would have been easier. He, he rolls it and it's just dribbling along the box. If it had been played across more firmly, Sears has... Half a second got, longer, and he might have scored. But the guy's yeah. just made a lung-busting forty-yard run. Dave, I, know, said he, I, I said he went into beast mode, and it was brilliant. Oh, he did, sorry. He did yeah. Say beast mode. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. I'm just play. saying, if I it had been a firmer play. pass, it would have been easier no, for Sears. All right, yeah, and then uh, Sears didn't fluff it. It was a good connection, just not right in the corner. And, and <laughs> I guess quite good. The keeper was off really quickly off his line. A defender as well. It's almost like a double block. But yes, he should score. I mean, he should score. It's one of those ones where the whole ground. You're just waiting for it to go yeah, in, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's just, yeah. But there you go. Um, another counter-attack led by McGoldrick. He lets Hughes Wait. take it on. Uh, goes out to Ward. Sears on the overlap. This is a silly cross, this. He hits it. Why is, don't know why he hits it so hard and McGoldrick can't, can't put it, it in. Go, still, though, does it not go in? All right, you can say about the quality of cross, but I still don't know how that didn't go in. It's just a matter of angles there. Everyone's running yeah. towards the goal. The defender's yeah. come, and he just leathers it across, and it's kind of, you know, is that a cross? Is that a shot? I, ha- 
I have said that about him before in that position, but anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you on that on that um, on that Jeez, instance. Mate. Uh, McGoldrick comes short, uh, Kenlock to Hughes, crosses deflected, McGoldrick arriving deep, good contact, good it's save from Bettinelli. Ah. It's an excellent period from Ipswich, and particularly <sighs> McGoldrick. Um, but David gets cleared to Martin. <laughs> How often did you see this? For God's sake, yeah, good play from Martin. He spins away from Chambers, doesn't he? Um, it's worked out to the right and then worked back inside. And yeah, you know, Kenny gets his head up, plays in your hands and. Um, and again, I think Ken Locke's a bit AWOL. <laughs> um, Ken, um, yeah, Anderson just, I mean, turns inside. Uh, I mean, he say Barr gets beat on his near post. But he, yeah, so he shouldn't get beat on his near post, but he turns inside and hits it quite early, doesn't he? Yeah, I, I don't want to dig out Ken Locke, but um, mm. Berra has got Kenny. Um, and Ken Locke comes... Kenlock comes across where he shouldn't. Then when Kenny yeah. plays in Johansson, Berra's no sprawling back and uh, he gets yeah. sidestepped really easy. And, you know, Johansson's yeah. a great player. Um, yeah, Kenny's 10th assist of the season and Johansson's 8th goal. And, yeah, no, just... In all competition, yeah. I love, easy, I love Kenlock. Easy, I'm really behind him, but he had, a, he had a poor game, didn't he? He wasn't at his best yesterday, was he, defensive-wise? No, he wasn't. But it's just, they, a, they just a couple of positional bits. That's it, isn't it? And they're, they're mistakes that someone like Berra doesn't usually make, you know, where... Not, not usually. Steep learning curve and them, um, you know... Don't, Especially don't against a team that good as well. Yeah, they play some nice football. They you know, do. I, I did. I, well, I admired them yesterday. Some would say, you know, you say, well, did we let them play? But I don't think we did. They just got... Then, you know, they manipulate the ball quite well and they got play, i.e. A, a Luco, aside from Kenny. And I tell you, he's a very underrated player. That McDonald that just lets it all play, you know, he's strong, he's powerful. He links up from time to time. Yeah, good midfield. However, you can see them. I was um, talking to someone yesterday after the game and you could see the, you could see Fulham perhaps getting bullied by Leeds or someone in the playoffs. Right, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not, um, not we'll, doing it. We'll come on to that. Um, so, yeah. Aite with a bit of a showboat and a curler, Bart catches it. Um, Hollywood, Hollywood save. Bowls it out to Spence with a horrible giveaway and Kenny curls yes. one just right. Um, Chambers with a lovely um, booming diagonal. Um, oh, Christ, We yeah. don't mind that type of long ball. Lawrence no, gets away. Don't. Uh, right, goes for the. Yeah. Should I mention Wayne Brown? Um, goes for the Robin, dribbling back across the box, um, sticks it wide. Pretty good effort. Um, great dribble again by Lawrence. Falls to Ward, smashes the long range, and it's deflected. It could. Yeah, that's un- that's unlucky actually. Could fly in the goal. Um, and then yeah. look, right at the end here, Lawrence gets taken out by Malone. Malone. Um, and a free kick to Ipswich, Dave. Yeah, just another Lawrence to see. He took one of ten minutes before dreadfully, didn't he? Just ballooned it out, and um, and then yeah, he gets this one right, and it's um, yeah, bad shot, bad defender. Good, good from Barra. Good to see the centre half score. Just nods it into an empty net, but yeah, Hor- again, horrible cool. setup from Fulham, Dave. The gap yeah. gap between yeah. the goalie and the line gave yeah. Lawrence Easy. so much to aim. I've got one step forward by the goalie and one step back by the defensive line, and that goal doesn't happen, does it? No, it doesn't. It was um, yeah, good delivery, good, good, good consolation, but all too little, too late. And it's a, a bit of a shame because they really weren't that good defensively. You know, if you get out, this is what I think. If if they make the playoffs, someone or someone will get amongst. You know, you get a team like I don't know a Leeds or a Huddersfield, or someone ready, maybe who will get amongst that midfield and and really attack that defence. And defensively, I thought, well, tell you what, there were goals to be had. Well, we know there were goals to be had. But, you know, Mick had to go after. The, 
you know, say, look, it's a tale of missed chances. And okay, we I thought we were outplayed at, you know, when we're playing that three five two in the first half. But second half, we had the chances early on, but yeah, you don't take them. You know, two one would have been interesting that. They could have mm. got very edgy at two one. But did you always get the impression that maybe they could have gone again and stepped up well, here? I'm a bit yeah, I'm a bit cold on that theory. So the thing with Fulham is they play four and then McDonald sitting and then basically the those front players all switching around and the fullbacks are forward as well. So a lot of the time the only defensive players they've got are the one deep centre midfielder and the two yeah. two centre halves. So the only reason that they would be porous defensively is if they're really, really attacking you. And you would imagine in the playoffs the fullbacks might not come That'd so be a bit far. I yeah, think good. I think their yeah, bad their bad defence is directly proportionate Central. to their to their to their yeah. good attack. Do you know do you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah no I do I do and know. I, know, I know we had and I sent a tweet out today, I freeze framed um those three clear chances, but it's, you're 2-0 down at this point. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's Teams yeah. play a very different game when they're winning 2-0 than, you know, at 0-0. And it's, you know, it's it's a bit like, I don't know, it's a bit like a gambler losing losing three bets and winning two and saying, I've won two bets today. Well, you know, the, the game as a whole, okay, we had we had the chances, but they were at 2-0 and, you know... Do we... you think, here's the thing, do you think he could have gone 4-4-2 earlier say 35 minutes you tell me what difference does 442 make against um a team like Fulham who swing all their players about and a Luko and Aite swap I don't know really I mean it just so the chances that when we did go to 442 the chances just on the basis of the chances we created when we did go to 442 after half time albeit obviously McGoldrick's just before half time was I know what you're saying Dave but it's 2-0 at that point and one team's you know in the ascendancy. Yeah, it's yeah. very hard to, you know, it's, it's all ifs and buts and maybes. And we've said about formations and systems. Should he change? Okay, should he change? Could, he see, could you see that coming? Well, you've already spoken about Fredericks but, and the warnings that we had prior to the first goal. Could you could you not see that coming? You know, I could see that. Well, we could well, Mick, see the Mick goal. Could, where the Mick could see it coming. But they're, a, they're a good team on. that plays very fast. If you look at the system... Um, it should match up fine because you leave your central centre-half against Martin. Your other two centre-halves are spare if Aluka and Aite come forward and they should have cover. If your wing-backs start from a position further back, they can come forward to attack and flood midfield and deal with the attacking full-backs. And then you should have a spare man in midfield if McDonald sits back. So the system, the system is fine. The fact is that the Ipswich tactic was let's try and get McGoldrick and Sears two on two against uh, yeah, Cant, Callas and Maddle. Um, I just but, think they use the ball better. They move around better. They play with oh, better pace. And I don't ben, think four ben, four two three ben, five two matters really. Ben, the, 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 you know, to, I think to cap it all, they're, they're just better technical footballers than we had. Well, I was going <laughs> to ask fair. you, are they? Better players, or are they just yes. being managed better? Or is it both? No, they're better. They're better footballers, and maybe a bit of both. But they're better players. Ben. Yeah, they're better yeah. players. Um, Technically, Christ, yeah. We haven't got we got no one in our team like Johansson or Kearney. No, no. <laughs> um, not in that. Not in that role. Sorry, we haven't. No. Oh, technically, probably. Yeah, Lawrence and McGoldrick. Lawrence and McGoldrick. Are, yeah, are on a par with them technically, but not in that role. No, bloody hell. And then, yeah, and you're right. Their movement is very fluid. Um, yeah, nice on the eye, but. 
I just think that, you know, in the playoffs, you're all right. You might say they might not play so expansively, but, yeah, some team will get amongst that in midfield. And, um, yeah, that, that they might struggle if they make the playoffs. It's, yeah. Yeah, interesting. Good, but, yeah. Um, Nick, who is a Fulham fan, says... Um, Fulham fan here thought ITFC were a lot better than other teams we've seen this year McGoldrick absolutely class our centre-backs couldn't handle him (laughs) interesting Uh, Pete says Fulham quality yesterday ITFC never gave up poor ref didn't help some idiots in the crowd got to all stay together Uh, Tom says Ken lock out of of his depth Spence and Hughes lost in the game Dids look sharp um says shit um, on a positive note I'm fairly sure David Diamond was three rows in front of me enjoying the West London sunshine you've been spotted Dave um, well, well it might well have been you should have made yourself known Tom um, uh, Darren yeah, says sure about your comments about Sears totally yesterday he, he, he didn't have a great game did he no but I wouldn't say he was no completely I've seen him worse yeah. um, Darren <laughs> says roll on the end of the season it's been so poor um I think we've already kind of gone through. The one thing I wanted to add was going back to the focal point <laughs> debate we've had. Between them, Fulham's three central oh, cool. midfielders and two wingers have 35 goals and 35 assists. <laughs> but I guess the guys who tweeted me previously would argue they still have a focal point up front bringing those players yeah. in and he's got yeah, 10 goals himself. They, they play off Martin quite well. When they have to, they play. I, mean, I think Mick said this after the game. When they have to, yeah, Martin's quite good at that. I, I cite the third goal. He's, they play off him quite well and he's very good at coming off coming off his centre-half and he's quite strong. He'll get his arse in, won't he, and stuff. But and Dave, did you, other, did you hear that stat? 35 goals and 35 assists this I season from midfield good. and wing. And props to Jukanovic. It's a, it's a good, it's a good yeah. side, isn't it? Oh, he's a good side, well managed. He's got a great, he's got a nice system there. But it's a, you know, they're all very comfortable. That's my take on it. Um, you know, they're all very, very comfortable on the ball. You know, Milan, where well, he, he was in the team of the year. Frederick's a bit of a speed merchant, and a, you know, good delivery as well. So, so yeah, it was only my second away game of the season. I was one for one, obviously Villa to win, but I had a great day out just to mention with Pat Smithy and Brian, who I went with yesterday. Great day, lads. Really enjoyed it, and. Um, yeah, good some good banter. Um, went to a couple of good pubs, all good fun. But uh, yeah, just shame about the result, really. Well, but... let's just talk a bit about these chants, um, just quickly because we're running yeah, quite long. Um, quite so plenty us, of yeah. anti-McCarthy chants, plenty of anti-Evans, some pretty aggressive behaviour towards some Fulham stewards. Let me give you both sides, Dave, and then you tell me your view. So the first side is no, it's not cool, and chanting during a game doesn't help. Um, and the second. Um, view is this is the only chance that they've got directly to speak to Mick there you go yeah you pays your money each chance it's not wasn't any really way was that abusive wasn't any way racist or anything uh, untoward there it's just they're just voicing their opinion and you're quite right that's the only that's the only way they're going to get their voice heard and Mick's going to hear it well, I've got haven't typically got an issue with that it did go on a bit but haven't typically got an issue with that at all really yeah, um, this is Adam on Facebook. Uh, following yesterday's sunny away day in glorious Fulham, thought I'd get in touch and leave a few thoughts that sadly 140 characters can't quite accommodate due to work commitments. I sadly rarely get the chance these days to sit and watch town as a fan and pay my money to watch with the travelling contingent, but always make the effort for games in London such as Fulham. Watching from afar for most of this campaign, it's been evident just how much discord there is both on and off the pitch. But being in the stands yesterday 
really brought it into sharp focus. In my 26-odd years watching town up and down the country, never have I been among such disenchanted fellow fans. Once we went behind, it was clear the way we were set up was never going to trouble Fulham, despite the very good three chances we had either side of half-time at 2-0 down. From that point on, pretty much all the focus shifted to voicing disapproval towards McCarthy, Marcus Evans, or pretty much anyone else presently connected to decision-making at the club. I personally question how much this achieves during what is quite an emotionally charged game, but towards the end of the game, it was hard not to join in and agree with it. The club is at a real crossroads at the moment. Massive changes required both on and off the pitch this summer if we're to prevent ourselves falling further behind the rest of the championship. What's more, supporters need more clarity and made to feel like they're being listened to as the face of the club has changed beyond recognition the longer Marcus Evans has decided to show it no attention. While we'll stay up this season due to enough sides being scrapping it out between them, I seriously fear how we'll fare next season if drastic changes don't occur. Keep up the great work on your podcast. Yourselves, along with Graham on the Naked Footy Show, really do bring some much-needed sanity to proceedings up the town. Adam. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, nice one, I've got, Adam. I've got nothing to add to that. That's... No, no, very well put. Very yeah. well put, Adam. No, very good. Um, something, as I said before, something's got to give in this, this close season. Something's got to give. It's something going to be better change. Love the stranglers. Um, and um, it wouldn't surprise me if at some point during the close season we're doing an impromptu one-off pod or two. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just, I, surely something's got to give. It can't rumble on. It can't. It can't. Till next season. Rumble on! So goodness sake. How can it? Led Zeppelin. Um, whether, well, yeah, whether he goes, which... I don't know. <laughs> you see so many... Dun, 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 dun. Are they going to pay him off? Probably not. Is he going to resign? Probably not. Oh, no. make, make, of it, make of it what you will, mate. And if anyone can make tweet in and uh, tell me all the songs I've hummed in the last three minutes. I, um, I hum them back. I haven't really... I, I heard you... Say that was Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash I'm, at the end. There, I'm going to yeah. Clash, yeah. Did you, did you do that in your solid 70s show or whatever it is? Nah, is that 70s? Nah. It's a bit too cool for that, isn't it? Yeah. Um, well, something, right. better, something better changes than 70s. Oh, yeah, go on, mate. So you did a round-up. Yeah. Round up. <laughs> QPR one, Brighton <laughs> two. Round up. Uh, Brighton goes to the top, Dave. They're so close. It's Murray with the 21st of the season. And Pock and Yoli sticking, sticking a free kick in while everyone looks at knocker. Um, Smith, yeah. the big guy, gets yeah. one back for Rangers. Brighton see it through. Huddersfield can still mathematically hit 92 points. Okay, but, but Brighton just, only need a maximum of seven from six yeah, games. Next, um, up, next up, Wolves away, Good Friday, then where you got, well, which, okay, Wolves, well, they're certainly safe, they're not doing anything. And then, um, we're, we're going to home Easter Monday, so, there's some, point, there's some points to be had there, mm. isn't it? Chris Hewton, 121 matches at Brighton, 1.78 points per game over 121 games. Right. Brilliant stuff. Um, when yeah. he took them over, they weren't they weren't any good. Um, Hippie had them uh, right down the bottom, didn't he? Um, Sheffield Wednesday 2, Newcastle 1. Uh, Leeds with a nice header from Wallace's free kick on a day for big centre-halves scoring. More of that later. Um, even better header from Fletcher for 2-0. Shelby bangs in the consolation. Um, um, Dave, are you ready for your peak Ipswich klaxon ringing? Dwight Gale off with a hamstring inju- injury making Daryl Murphy that much more likely to start and score his inevitable goal against Ipswich next Monday. Inevitable, but that aside, there's only one thing I want to mention in this game. That's the first half ever by John Joe Shelby. Pele, 1970, that hit the bar from his own half. No, Beckham, Beckham scored. 
Uh, Beckham scored, but yeah, Pele's more. I know Beckham scored, but Pele went close as well. He didn't score. That's no, why Pe- Pe- Pele didn't to, score. Wasn't a goal. That's why I compared it to Pele. No, it was John Joe Shelby's. But Beckham but scored. Just, yeah, no comparison because he scored. This one didn't. Nor did Pele. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, but, but it was just a ridiculous bit of skill. But he didn't. On. He didn't score, Dave. I don't care. I don't care. It's a waste. Of, waste of possession. Forest two, <laughs> Do you remember when um, Charlie Adams scored that one and Jamie Carragher went through all the times he tried it? <laughs> like, tried it about 17 times, hadn't he? No, um, I did enjoy the bit of skill where he knocked it round the guy before he shot it. But Thank if, you. If I was in midfield with him, I'd be like, what are you doing? You, unless you score wouldn't, from that, I'm going to shout at you for giving possession. You wouldn't, you wouldn't. If you'd have seen it live and you're playing with him, you'd look at him and say, mate, that was just no, something I wouldn't. else. I wouldn't. Yes, you would. No, I wouldn't. Yes, you would. I wouldn't. If someone takes a long shot and I think they're not going to score, I yell at them, keep the ball, unless they score, in which case I go up to them and congratulate them and go, oh, I was going to shout, keep the ball then. Lehigh, anyway, good assist by, uh, by yeah. Brereton. Very Brereton, this is what happens if your fullbacks attack and you let a young forward have some game time, <laughs> Dave, isn't it? Um, Jamie Ward with a brilliant finish um, for 2 0. Yeah. Huddersfield, yeah. three defeats in four, killing any faint hopes of second they have. Yeah, Forrest, no, I mean, five points not, above the line, four behind Ipswich. Yeah, they're not nailed on Huddersfield just yet. Next up, you think they are for the person. Next up, not, not given. Preston home, Derby away, Easter Monday. I'm not I'm not doing Norwich, Dave. You can do it or we can not cover it at all. That's uh, not a problem. Uh, uh, right. Anything to say. Oh, no, um, hang on. Um, wait a minute. Yeah, good goal from Kern again at five minutes. <laughs> Can I just say something? This no, it's brilliant. If you leave it at that, that's brilliant. That's the best. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. And, um, and, and although the score was, we won't say what the score Great was. Great goal from Kermigan. This is even funny. I'm stealing your gag. <laughs> Reading had 56% of the ball. And Kermigan <laughs> scored a great goal. We'll leave it at that. Leeds 3, yeah, Preston 0. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the roof is on fire. Hernandez, Dakara, five points above Fulham. Um, looking fairly safe great, for a... Great weekend for Leeds, wasn't it? Christ, everyone else bloody lost all, man. Yeah, brilliant result. Looking and safe then, to know. get their home game yeah. second in the playoffs, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, Birmingham 1, Derby 2. Have you ever seen a man try not to look smug? But no, still, yeah. kind of look smug a little bit, but trying no, to be polite. <laughs> yeah, no, and and and, and if he's there, he pulled it off pretty well. Good, good for him. Good for him. Gentle, you know, comes across as a, a proper gent. Um, uh, well, I've got two things about this game. Kuchak with a Richard Wright type own goal, if you know what I mean. Yep. And then um, the most Route One winner. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Man. You'll never. <laughs> What's going on? The most Route One winner didn't even get a flick on it. It was a hoof, hoofed goal kick. And um, suddenly, um, Ince was bursting through. One bounce bursting through between the two centre-halves. And, and again, Kuzak completely lost it. And he's come charging out. And he, uh, and in one of those slow motion, he lobbed the ball in. But, yeah, great for Rowett. I mean, you've got to feel, feel for the... Yeah. And I thought we, we didn't so, mention as well, Dave, Nugent scored a hat-trick in midweek, didn't he? Oh, that's the one thing I didn't mention. Rascal. I did that as well. Don't worry about Damn. it. Don't Damn worry it. about it, no. Uh, it. Burton won, Villa won, uh, our opponents on um, mm-hmm. Good Friday. Um, another mm-hmm. good day for them. They edge another point further away. Codger scores again. Uh, Dyer with a nice venomous one and then proves that you shouldn't <laughs> handle your child when you're too hyped up because he clearly goes over and nearly drops them. Um, six goals, two assists this season for good, isn't he? Yeah. Dyer. I was a little bit disappointed because we were going to yeah. sign him and then I thought, well, no, we got Lawrence, so I'll give, I'll give, no, okay. I'll give Mick a win yeah. on that one. Um, Cardiff 2, Brentford 1, 
dead rubber. Can Canos for Brentford. Um, another aerial king scoring. Uh, Morrison. Yeah, Morrison's a bit of a thunder. Um, Whittingham scored, Dave. I'll look this up for you. 95 goals and 92 assists for Cardiff. Yeah, and I think um, 95 of those goals, of those 95 goals, 94 were from his left foot. <laughs> this was this was a rare but rare right foot winner. Say that again. Ninety four goals. Uh, ninety five 90... goals, ninety two assists in four hundred and fifty games. That's a good stat, isn't it? Very yeah, good. A, no wonder old Emir can't get in the side. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, Blackburn Neil Barnsley too, and the the third aerial mm. king, Mark Roberts. Um, yeah. Scores for Barnsley. If Mick did need to replace Berra, oh god. Um, but then you start to have the conversation of why would you leave Barnsley to come to Ipswich all over again? Um, Good finish from what from Watkins again. Yeah, that was league. a treble bar, wasn't it? That was bar bounce, <laughs> bar bounce, bar. That was Ruben Sosa esque. Look that up, oh, football man. Italia fans from the early nineties. Yeah, um, yeah. And Dave, I say every week, if Blackburn don't win any games, there is no relegation battle. There, no winning seven and three defeats on the no, trot. And he, he was, we would, we talked him up when. Um, when Iron Core went to Mowbray, we've said on the pod, haven't we, in recent weeks, how well Mowbray was doing and, you know, he's sort of, you know, taking over, he's making them difficult to beat. And all of a sudden, yeah, they look they look like they're on the, uh, the slippery slope, don't they? Not been in the third tier since 79-80. Wow. Which was the, which was the season before 80-81. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? They've got... Forest away and Bristol City at home next yeah, two games. So Blackburn, so they there, could affect scrapping. it. They need four points well, from those two, don't they? Um, well, speaking... also, and both and both those teams still effectively well could certainly do. Playing Blackburn certainly need the points. So yeah, some competitive games there. They're, they're no teams that are in, um, you know, are on the, you know, uh, thinking of the beach there. They, they both those teams need points. So yes. Yeah, Speaking of Bristol there. City, three-one uh, they beat Wolves. Lovely opener from Patterson with the right foot colour. Abraham puts two in. Dave, um, he's played just under three thousand minutes this season and scored twenty-four goals. That's one every one hundred and twenty-four minutes in a terrible team managed by a uh, terrible manager. Give me a number. <laughs> he's nineteen years old. How much is he worth? Yeah, he's well. He's, he's going to be up. He's a Chelsea player, so he's probably going to be worth up around about ten, isn't he? I'd say. Even at that, I was going to say eight million, yeah, but um, yeah, easily. I mean, twenty-one goals, twenty-one, sorry, twenty-one league goals. Yeah, twenty-four um, in all comp. You got a hat trick in yeah, the league cup as well. Um, yeah, Wolves he's, still he's two deal, points ahead of Ipswich with a game in hand. They'd won five just, on the trot, actually. I missed, I missed that. Yeah, five on the. <laughs> yeah, I missed that as well through complete apathy to boring Paul, Wolves. But there Paul, you go. Paul Lambert, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Wigan three, Rotherham two, just having a laugh, aren't they? Um, I just stats make you laugh. It's a thirty. <laughs> it's a thirty-second defeat of a season. I mean, that's got to be hard to take for a diehard, isn't it? But and, um, podcast yeah, favourite Paul Warren has taken the Rotherham job. Oh, Couldn't be asked man. to hire anyone, could they? Good man, and um, they're going to get the ton up, aren't they? Ninety-three conceded now, and it just definitely kick them further in the net. Could be us that does it. Was it their tenth or eleventh straight defeat? Nick Powell, ninety. Um, David Nick could be Powell, Ipswich that put the hundredth in, couldn't it? Could be Ipswich put the hundred in. Could also be Ipswich, the only team that doesn't beat them all season. Oh God! But but let let's, let's not think that way. Let's not, Dave. I'm going to add in two more just quickly. Northampton one, Sheffield United two. Um, welcome back oh. to Sheffield United. Yeah. Look out for Billy Sharp with 26 Billy, goals Billy. and John sure. Fleck, nephew of former. Portman Road oh. favourite Robert Fleck. Um, Pantomime villain. Robert and I'll give Fleck, you yeah. one more. Um, actually, yeah. no, I'm going to give you two more. Oldershot one, 
Torquay won yes. Kundai yes. Benyu with his fourth it. goal in three games. A lovely free kick. Quality free kick. Yeah, Five goals in 18. In next season. Get him starting next season. Get him in. Um, Paul Sorry, tweets to say, how about a mention for Andy Cole, who's just had a kidney transplant, famous gotcha. for scoring... Five goals in the 9 nil at Old Trafford. Yeah, so, good luck, Andy Cole. And that links yeah. in nicely to Tranmere 9, Solly Hall Moore's nil, uh, which is always nice to see another 9 nil oh, yeah. to get us off the books. And as if by yeah. magic, another guy called Cole, Cole Stockton, um, gets a hat-trick in that one just to prove that all people called Cole know oh. where the... Go- oh. yeah, that was an exhausting no. setup for that punchline, wasn't it, Dave? Yes, it was, mate. Yeah. It was, yeah. Now... Andy Cole, you know, I read about that. I mean, he's still sort of relatively young man. What must he be, mid-40s, something like that? Christ. Yeah, bad. But, um, yeah, good luck with that. Extrapolate. Ipswich in 17th. This doesn't change very much. Played <laughs> 41, points 46. 1.12 points per game. 51.66 projected. Chambers ever present. Well done. Bart and Berra, one behind on 40 games. Lawrence, 11 goals. Ward on six. But Sears double takes him to five assists. Hey. Lawrence gets another one up. Eight. Uh, skews with four. McGoldrick, Sears and Ward all on three. Now we are going to the CV game, Dave. Um, Sam Willingale, hole in one, back on point. Um, always remember seeing Gardso's goal. And that's drawing the fog at Pompey. Craig F, hole yeah, in one on there. the CV game this week. Bit of a gimme though, surely. Um the, 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 the Paul CV game in two and today's podcast was so funny I nearly fell off my ladder at work listening to it Beaconbauer <laughs> first ever hole in one welcome to the club hashtag taken some time and as my first ever hole in one today I'm so proud I'm standing taller than J-Tab now Matt Swords is in trouble Dave <laughs> oh what's he done Matt I haven't heard from we haven't heard from Matt recently what's well we done? did um, and oh, he um, he did a spoiler of the answer um, oh he did he did so did James Someone dug him out. Was it James? Oh, James two or three Matt. people did oh, so. Oh. Matt was in all sorts of trouble. Um, we've got two two options for Matt here. Tweet us in. We can either strip him of his hole in one or I can put him on the shit list next week. Um, so tweet us uh, in. No, he's, 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 a, he's a regular list. He can't put him on a shit list. He can't put him on a shit list. It's not up to me. The, the people See. speak. Oh, the people speak. Whether, whether Matt goes in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, Matt, if it's up to me, mate, he won't be on a shit list. But, but see, Dave, he knows—he's not like Mick. He knows how to—he knows how to speak to the Pas- fans, doesn't he? Yeah. Exactly, pacify, pacify. Yeah. Um, yep. But yeah, if you do get a hole in one, um, I, I suppose it's kind of my fault because I thought if I replied to him, um, but then of course it still comes up as a tweet, doesn't it? So it's a little bit my fault. Maybe like the one or one or two percent. Yeah. Maybe yeah, like one percent. My fault, Dave. I think you're going to get a hole in one this week. Go. One, two, three, four, five, six clubs. Yeah. Ready? Mm-hmm. Sutton Coldfield Town. Oh, bollocks, what? Birmingham City. What? Ipswich Town. Leicester City. Oh, got it, yeah. Manchester City. Yeah, yeah. Stockport. I'll read them again. I thought Dave was yeah. getting a hole in one on that one. Sutton Coldfield Town. Birmingham City, mm. Ipswich Town, Leicester City, Manchester City, Stockport County. Dave, have you got it? Yeah, it's Paul Cooper. Yeah, I, I did get it after Birmingham, yeah, but I sat cold. No, you didn't. Yeah. You said after Leicester, I've got it. Well, well, Birmingham, Ipswich, I've got it. Well, I did, yeah, yeah, it's Paul Cooper, yeah. Yeah, people can listen back. You got it in four. I did a bollocks. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't actually. <laughs> It's rubbish. I just didn't say. Just didn't say. 
Someone's going to get that in one, aren't they, Dave? If they know he played for Sutton Coldfield Town, yeah. Lucky guess. You are chippy this week, aren't you? No, I'm not. I'm you are. Been new all along. <laughs> little chippy so, man. So, so, so I got him four and I got him two. Well, listen, listen back. Um, Where's Statman? Statman? <laughs> Statman's coming up next. I've got it right in front of me. I need you to calm, calm the fuck down though, first, Dave. Yeah. Just calm down. Can everyone just calm <laughs> yeah, down? Everyone, calm down. <laughs> Freddie Sears has scored twice. Everybody, just, calm down. You oh, realise yeah, yeah. we're on an aggregate calm. win this. We're on a four-three yeah. aggregate win this week. Yes, we are. Yeah, we're, that's why we're feeling sort of fairly. Um, yeah, we got. Well, you're a, not. A you're goal. chippy. No, no, no. Yeah, but you've just cheered me up thinking about that. We've got a goal. <laughs> we're plus a plus a goal from this time last week. We need to yes. plug plug the renegade Woo. stat man at chomp x three on on Twitter at ipswichtownstats.com and ipswichtownstats on Twitter. Um, hi Ben and David. A three 0 win over almost relegated Wigan on Tuesday night, where Bart was our player of the game, filled me with dread before our trip to the cottage. The announcer on BBC's final score may have read out "sexy foreign manager three, tactical dinosaur one." <laughs> what on earth was going on in the first half? Out thought and out fought. Second half riddled with chance after chance missed. Did I read somewhere the strikers spend extra time on training with TC? Well, I'm glad that's helping. Five games to go and then the pain will be over. In fact, it would really help, Ben, if you repeated that in a soothing voice. It will make us all feel better. I'm not sure it will, so I try. Five games to go and the pain will be over. I come from Suffolk. I can't do voiceover, can I? Uh, The mythical back-to-back win is a long way in the distant past. You have to go back to May 2016 when Town last recorded back-to-back wins in the same season. A 3-2 win at home to Milton Keynes, followed by a 1-0 away win at Derby. So what's the record? In 94-95, Ipswich did not, (laughs) (laughs) classic, record one back-to-back win in that fateful relegation season from the Premier League. Can you see us getting a back-to-back win? I'm not so sure. Ipswich have recorded only two back-to-back wins in seven other seasons, the last coming in Big Fat Joe's final season of 2005-06. God, how I miss Joe and his desire to score goals and win games. The highest number of back-to-back wins in a season is 22. This happened twice in 1980-81 and 1981-82. If you were lucky enough to see Town play in this era, you'll realise that today's turgid style of play is not acceptable. Rise up, people. Rise up. Peace out. Renegade stat. Man, you can't sigh, Dave. That's a 80-81 mention again. I'm sighing with, I'm sighing with joy. Unadulterated joy. And I'm <laughs> sighing because I'm, I'm just looking at my um, on this day. Do you want to preview the Burton say, game first? Oh, oh God, you have gone Burton. You've gone in. It's Good to, Friday, isn't it? Going to Burton on Good Friday, and I think the fans get to stand up, don't they, there? No idea. Is it That's Terrace good. in there? Um, oh, John, probably. Uh, appearances here. John McLaughlin, 41, the goalie ever present. And then you are looking at Jackson Irvine, 36. Jackson. Uh, Lloyd Dyer, 34. So, And a lot of their goals come from there. Speaking of which, top goal scorer Irvine from midfield with 10. Dyer also from midfield with 6. And mm. Woodrow, 4 in only 9 starts. Uh, top assists is John Brayford, um, the defender mm. with 4. Um, John Mussinio, the another defender with 3. So um, not necessarily the most creative. We've been a little bit kind of behind Burton, haven't we, on the basis there, you know, kind yeah, of we have. punching nice above see, their weight a little bit, right? It's nice to see that Marvin Sordell so, um, found the club, because he was in there, I don't know if you saw it, start of the season, there was a bit about the, 
players that were like out of contract with like you know no clubs to go to and Marvin saw you know training on their own and stuff while they looked trying to find a club and Marvin Sordell was one of them I think he was released was it I think it was a Colchester, I believe. Um, and I see he's now, um, obviously, he's not a Munson Tox, or I'm not sure how many games he's played, but he's now at Burton. And I think he went off yesterday. And um, Luke Varney's back. Luke Varney. Oh, that's good so. to hear, because he had a nasty yeah. injury, didn't he? Um, yeah. So Burton yeah. are chipping away whilst um, whilst Blackburn are kind of failing below them. I think they'll be all right. I think I think Burton will, will, will be okay. Hopefully, we'll get all their points after we play them on. Well, Birmingham's next two games are against Ipswich and Birmingham, who are both <gasps> notoriously terrible. So, um, yes, Six we shall pointers. see. Six, Six pointers. pointers. Surely we can get the win at Burton, can't we, Dave? I think so. I know quite a few people are going there. Quite a few of the sort of ground hobby people are going there because it's obviously the first ever league um, appearance there for us. Yes. Um, I'm, yes. I'm contemplating it. I'll see, I'll see how the diary oh, is you looking. Said- you said about that, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you did say about that. If anyone wants um, to maybe drive me in a nice sort of SUV vehicle, anyone with the initials the initials D D. I don't know anyone like that. No, <laughs> no? I can't play. I'm, I'm golfing Good Friday. Oh yeah. Good Friday afternoon, yeah, gold middle. Who games in the golfing. evening? Yeah, yes at Burton Bay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair fair comment, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, fair I comment. Got, I got, funny enough, I haven't got a helicopter. Ah, uh, there we go. Um, I had a chopper when I was 12. Yeah. Um, Joke. Prediction, Dave, do you think we can do it? Nah, lose 2-1. Oh, dear. Um, and do you consider McGoldrick in form now? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, his goals perhaps wouldn't reflect that, but his all-round play, yeah. He was good yesterday again, wasn't he? he yeah, he, yeah looks, he, you know, he looks. He looks... Looks at it. Um, nice to hear. Yeah, um, he, nice to hear opposition uh, fans well, being afraid of him as well. I think I think they appreciate. You know, he would, he wouldn't look at a place in a team like that that played that sort of football, would he? Mm. Um, um, Dave, yeah. what you probably want to know um, is that in the week the Undertaker retires, Darren Deadman takes over as a referee. Any back chat will result in a tombstone. You want to know how your WrestleMania predictions? Yeah, went, yeah. Don't how you? do I get on? Yeah, well, how do I get on with Ra- Rowdy Reigns and Darren Ambrose. <laughs> So Dave thinks that wrestling is stupid. So surely only a stupid person wouldn't be able to um, correctly predict the outcomes. Oh. Dave, how, how how do you think you did out of the nine? Four. You got three correct and six oh. incorrect, which oh, means yes. that wrestling is not stupid, and you are. God, Jesus. I don't. I don't. Wow, God. Which ones did I get right? Darren Ambrose. Yeah, I knew he'd come Brock Lesnar. Oh, yeah, Brock. Yeah, good old Brock, yeah. I don't know. One of the other ones. Uh, I added okay. it up earlier in the week. Yes, yeah, obviously, she says how rubbish it is that <laughs> I couldn't good sport. guess it. Good sport. <laughs> yeah. for, good sport for playing along, no, Dave. Um, can I do... Can I, what I sign about, can I do my own mistake? Yeah, go week? for it, yeah. And, I mean, I'll indulge myself, because I know this goes out, I think, tomorrow, which I think is... I've lost my dates. What's the day? Is it the, thing? What is, is it the 9th today? It's the 9th today. The pod comes right, out on the 10th. All this to all this is brilliant ones. Okay, so today, um, forty-two years ago, Wednesday night of April nineteen seventy-five, and I think we have done this before. A bad day for Ipswich Town out there, fellas, as they lost two-one to West Ham in the FA Cup semi-final replay at Stamford Bridge, despite dominating from the start to finish and having two clear goals disallowed controversially by referee Clive Thomas. Clive Taser Thomas. Town were denied a deserved Wembley appearance. However. Tuesday, the 10th of April, 1973. My God, 44 years ago, I went to the home leg. It shows how old I am. 
Brian Hamilton's extra time winner at Portman Road saw Ipswich. Pro- oh, sorry, no, it's, it's not the final. Oh, no, it's the semi. Saw Ipswich Town progress to the Texaco Cup final after a 2 1 aggregate win over Newcastle United. Oh, um, spoiler, Norwich City awaits in the final. And one more, just to cheer everybody up. This is how it used to be, and I was at this game. Saturday the 10th of April, 1976, 41 years ago, to the very day the podcast goes out. FA Cup finalists, Manchester United, that is Man United, were brought down to earth in Suffolk as they were thumped 3-0, thanks to strikes by David Johnson the first. Trevor Weimark and Mick Lambert. Wow, wow, wow. And just one more. Sorry, because you'll love it, Ben. Thursday, 11th of April, 1974. Christ, this does make me feel old. Matt Holland, he was born in Bury. Lovely. And that's it. Over and out. Um, Dave, where's your Twitter? Um, at Dave Diamond 3. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I've forgotten almost. Um, and w- when did you do your cycle thing? Oh, yeah, it's um, middle of May and it's a cycle ride for Prostate Cancer UK and Friends of Ipswich Town Academy. And you can find my, if you'd like to make a donation, which would be very much appreciated. Um, several of you have very kindly. And, 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 I hope, and I hope I'll thank everybody and you, which I haven't posted yet, but I will bet. Are you not going to post in your pocket, you. aren't you? No, no, I won't. I will post it this week. I will because I've got <laughs> one or two like that. Um, and it's at um, UK, I think forgotten, virginmoneygiving.com slash David Diamond, but I'm not even sure that's that right. That sounds right, Dave. Yeah, thanks, mate. I think it is. That sounds right. Um, Thank you. And what do I need to plug, Dave? iTunes. Um, iTunes. You, five you star gigs, review. You've you got any gigs coming up? Comment. Um, don't know. I don't have any next week. Don't have any next weekend. But thank you to the people. I did make it to Watford, and I had a lovely, I had a lovely gig. And I'll have a new, I'll have a new song out um, very soon. So um, maybe we'll, yeah, well maybe can we'll we, can we, can put it on the end of the title? podcast. Can you give us a title? It's nothing to do with. It's um, called. It's called Armed can, and Dangerous. Oh right, I thought it was going to be something to do with chamomile tea. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? You're download the your... download <laughs> download the Acast app. Behave. Download yeah. the Acast app. Um, yeah, iTunes, five-star review, comment, Twitter, at Blue Monday ITFC. Oh, you do the sign-off, Dave. I'm making a mess of it. Armed and dangerous. Is that it? Yeah. See you next week. Bye. Oh, actually, quickly before we go, there's a oh. small chance the podcast might be on Tuesday next week to cope with the Newcastle game and making sure it's in the highlights. But we'll, Dave and I will discuss that once we're off there. Oh, he's just sprung that on me. Sprung it. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Right. Thank you for listening. See you next week. Cheers. Lovely stuff, Dave. Right, you want to go and watch the golf, don't you? We're getting longer, mate. It was an hour and a half. Hour and a half. Go on. See you later. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.